This is an EP radio, a space for authentic conversations about our path to consciousness as we align with spirit, humanity, and nature. NEP Radio is founded upon the belief that our most effective contribution to a more peaceful and loving world is for each of us to align with love. And as we all know, that starts from within. In today's episode, episode one, we'll be discussing what NEP Radio is all about and what purpose we intend for it to serve. Let's dive in. Thanks for joining us. First of all, Inipi is or Inipi Radio is part of a bigger venture that we're calling Inipi. Uh, Inipi is uh, is a term I want to break down a little bit for you so you understand what it is. So I study uh, indigenous cultures and have been most of my life. Most of that has been centered around the American Indian culture. Uh, I have studied. Uh, religious and spiritual practices and principles all of my life. And I most align with the principles of Jesus. I believe that there are many cultures that have lived out that life that Jesus led as an example for all of us. Whether or not you subscribe to the concept of Jesus or any other or any other spiritual beliefs or not, I hope this is a space that feels that feels safe for you um, to learn and and listen and engage. The idea of Jesus to me is that he was a representation of perfect alignment with God, and I believe God is love. I believe that we come from that force, that amazing, ineffable force that we call God is love. And love is what we were, where it's, it's from whence we came, if you will. And I believe it is what we are to align with here as humans through our individual journeys. So Inipi is based off of a Lakota, uh, the Lakota Sioux, and it is an idea, the idea that is, that we are to live again, and it's a process that you go through, uh, sort of a refining process of living again, and it's based off of the, uh, the purification rite and ceremony of the sweat lodge, often called the Inipi ceremony. It's a vision quest. It's where we enter into a state of humanity or humility to purify the body, to undergo a spiritual rebirth, and to come into planetary alignment. So, from that philosophy, from that term, that beautiful Lakota element, we are creating a brand called Inipi. And Inipi is a wisdom and lifestyle brand that cultivates organic living wonder, and planetary evolution. I'll talk to you a little bit about the ethos behind Inipi, and later on, and as shows go on, of course, we'll continue to discuss programs and other elements of the Inipi brand 
it is quite multifaceted, but it is, uh, it's a labor of love. It's something I intend to do for a long time. And my wife and I are very much involved in it. And uh, it's part of our family legacy as well as just our individual desires. And we hope that it serves you well and hopes that it serves humanity well in helping people to align with love. So in terms of the ethos behind this, we believe that particularly right now, humanity exists uh, in a time when we're going through where we've needed great contrast that's been allowed to come into our lives. And that contrast, what, you know, difficulties, whatever it may be, if it's financial, if it's relationship, if it's uh, physicals, you know, health problems and things like that, or if it's the state of politics, <laughs> like the 2016 election show in America uh, that has provided much contrast for us to have to transcend. Uh, more on that later. But the contrast that has been allowed to infiltrate this beautiful planet we have, I believe it has purpose. And I believe that, you know, through that contrast, it causes suffering for sure. But through that suffering, we are driven to seek spiritual alignment. Uh, we're, we look within. We're, we're connected with the human spirit. And we, we're driven to evolve further. And this contrast is refining us. It's purposeful. Um, we think about the difficulties that we've had in our life, uh, whether it was, you know, catastrophic or just something minute throughout the day. There are things that remind us to align with love, to, to question, to pray, to ask a friend for help, and so on. I've certainly been in many difficult times throughout my life. Uh, I spent about 12 years as an outrageous uh, alcoholic and, and drug abuser and came through that on the other side. But in that transitioning time in between, I prayed a lot. I got connected to source. I reached out to friends. I reached out to family. I lived in an interconnected way where I had to rely on others at times to get me through. And that was very, very difficult. Very, I would say humiliating at the time, but humbling, I would say now. It was something that caused me to realize what really mattered in the world and what I really wanted to be a part of and what I really cared about. It helped me to understand my values. And I think that's what contrast does. I'm using an individual example to articulate something that I believe is important for all of humanity to realize and that we are all, as a collective consciousness, as a collective society, we are experiencing contrast on an individual level and certainly on a larger level as well. And that contrast is meant to refine us. We see, you know, rampant uh, violence and injustice across the world, but I do believe it has a purpose. And in that, I also believe that it has a season. I believe uh, that our ultimate purpose is to move into a state of consciousness that no longer requires such drastic levels of contrast in order to continue our evolution. So we need to continue our evolution as human beings, which I think is, is about aligning back 
into love from where we came. Um, But it does not necessarily mean, for instance, right now, we have war. We, we, the America, the United States right now is involved in 22 different wars across the world, which is more than ever in history. That's dramatic. <laughs> uh, I think that that and, and, you know, coupled with our economic inequality and rampant racism, institutionalized racism for that matter, and uh, the human trafficking and the climate change and all these things that we see, these are symptoms. Um, they're contrast, yes, and they are symptoms of a perspective problem. Uh, it's a perspective rooted in fear. I think that fear keeps us divided. Uh, and I think that division is often what keeps us controlled by other uh, entities and powers that be, if you will. Uh, the ruling elite, I think, is an easy way to sum that up. And I don't think that I'm not getting into conspiracy theories or anything like that. This is just things that we see. We see propaganda coming into our households day in and day out with through the TV, which I don't have in our household for that reason. Uh, but we have been controlled to to a very large degree over the years and more and more now with the infiltration of uh, media into our homes and our our lives and our cars and everywhere else that we are. But (laughs) this isn't a doom and gloom radio show. This is about, yes, recognizing what's going on, recognizing the, the, the heightened levels of contrast we are experiencing and difficulties we're experiencing in life but also recognizing that that has served a purpose and it is awakening us. There is a global consciousness that's coming about right now. We see more people talking about, you know, self-love. I saw a meme the other day that said self-love is so in right now. (laughs) And I agree. Uh, That's where it starts. I cannot give what I don't have overflowing out of me. And I'm an avid follower of Wayne Dyer, and Wayne always takes a uh, an orange on stage, and when he would go on stage, he would he would talk about that orange, and he would say, "What happens if I squeeze this orange?" And of course, the answer is orange juice comes out. And he would talk about the fact that nothing else can come out of that but orange juice. It's all it's it's all that it is able to do. It's it's dharma, I guess, is what you would say. And, uh, when we are going about our everyday lives, we have to ask ourselves in every situation, okay, when life squeezes us, when things get difficult, when contrast hits us, what comes out? I know that for me, a lot of times what has come out in the past has been anger and frustration and resentment and, and so on and so on, especially being an activist, you know, it's kind of in my blood, (laughs) uh, to be disgruntled about the way things are sometimes, but I've learned to move beyond that. And and not to say that those things don't still come into my life. They do, but I want to be, I aspire to be someone that when life squeezes me, love comes out no matter what, it doesn't matter where it comes from, from what angle and what time, but I want to be the kind of person where love comes out of me no matter what. So I believe that with all the contrast that we have around the world, we do have 
I, I do believe that it is a season, and I do believe we have the ultimate uh, purpose, all of us, to align with love and to come into a state of consciousness where we don't require that level, that type of dramatic contrast in our lives anymore in order to spur us on to aligning with love. Um, so we want to discuss the science and perspectives and methods and ancestral wisdom that could lead humanity into a new season of peace and freedom. We want that to be our contribution to that movement for peace and freedom and equality. And I believe that our, after 20 years as an activist and a humanitarian, philanthropist, whatever you want to call it, I believe that our most effective contribution to a more peaceful and loving world is for each of us to align with love. And that should come out through our lifestyles, through our vocations, through everything that we do. So that is what Inipi Radio, or Inipi rather, is all about. It's about this philosophy and about uh, spreading this philosophy through various different ventures and, and elements. This Inipi Radio is part of that. It's the mouthpiece of our brand. It's where we connect with people from all around the world for authentic conversation. Uh, and it's about our path to consciousness as we align with spirit, humanity, and nature. And this show works kind of like a radio show in that we have two different programs, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. On Tuesdays, we have a show called Planetary Evolution, where we discuss how we evolve as conscious beings and, and how we contribute to a more harmonious world. And I talk a lot about philanthropy there and about um, letting our lives speak and about being the uh, example that we want to, uh, you know, of the change that we want to see around the world. Our second session is called Love Like Water. It's very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> uh, this is where we explore the journey of cultivating a conscious family, home, and lifestyle. Uh, in the Love Like Water sessions, my queen, Ilea, will be joining us for the conversations. She's quite a force. We met doing similar work in Africa. We were in Rwanda, or she was in Uganda. I was in Rwanda. We met and worked in Rwanda for many years together and spent... Uh, all in all, about a decade living in East Africa. Uh, Ilea will be joining us to give us a heavy dose of that divine feminine energy that emits from her being. <laughs> We're very um, excited to, uh, to bring her into the mix and to hear her wisdom as well. We have four kiddos. Uh, Francois is 21. Uh, Francois is uh, our first. I actually adopted Francois uh, a couple of years before I met Ilea. So when we came together as uh, a couple, uh, Francois and I came as a package deal. <laughs> um, so Francois is, um, as I said, 21, almost 22 here in another month. And he has been my greatest teacher, I think, in terms of altering my perspective about what matters most in this world and, and what we can do to be a positive force to affect it. We have three more kiddos as well. Sersha is four years old and she is an amazing little soul. And then we have Taya and Zion. Uh, both are 15 months old. They are twins, a little boy and a little girl. 
those are the loves of our life, and they are also our way of <laughs> testing the theories that we have and that we speak about here on Anipi Radio. We've certainly had lots of opportunity to explore the antipodes of parenting and trying to understand how we raise conscious little children um, and cultivate that as a you know in our family. We have lots to talk about in that regard, and we will do that more in following episodes for sure. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, my years of activism and humanitarian efforts. I, I would throw Aaliyah into this mix as well because we share very much the same philosophy. We spent a lot of years seeing kind of the effects of aid work across Africa specifically. And we realized that some of the things that were going on there were in fact contributing to the problem, exacerbating the problem or, or coming in and trying to fix a problem that didn't need to be fixed at all. It needed to be reimagined. Um, I talk a lot about this uh, in my conscious philanthropy discussions on my website. I do, I, I still do coaching and consulting for individuals and organizations to help them cultivate long-term transformational methods of philanthropy that will you know, bolster spiritual alignment and, and elevate the human experience. And I continue to, to work on that now uh, as part of what we're doing with NEP as well. In all of these efforts, humanitarian efforts that I've been involved with, it altered my perspective significantly. And, you know, in terms of, you know, how do we help? How do we, how do we be a great force in the world? Additionally, then came parenting, you know, later on into that journey. And I realized as a parent, this is actually maybe four or five years ago, I said, you know, and, and this was in regards to raising Francois. I said, you know, I, I've got to be the example that I want for instance, I don't want to train Francois to be anything specific. I just want to inspire him to be a vessel of love. I want him to be inspired to be that. I want him to, I want to invest in his perspective so that he has a broad worldview perspective. Our perspective is where we get our truths and beliefs. It's, it's how we see the world. I can't think of anything more important to invest in than that, <laughs> our perspective. So I wanted to, as a father, invest in Francois's perspective. Uh, and I thought about, you know, what do I want that to be? And through a very long journey, ultimately, I realized that it was to align with love. And that is our theme here now. So as a father, I realized that to set the example, it really calls me to a higher level of responsibility of how I conduct my life. Um, every element of my life is important in that regard because I'm setting the example at that point for Francois. So he's, I know that regardless of my beautiful poetic writing or my, <laughs> uh, my voice in his head, he's going to learn a lot more for, you know, and, and absorb a lot more from watching me navigate life how I navigate life, then he is going to listen to my words or read my words or whatever. So I want to be very, you know, deliberate about how I live because I am setting an example for four little kids. So is my wife, 
both of us together and in our relationship. You know, if we're yelling at each other all day or fighting or, or whatever, they're going to realize that that's part of relationships. That's something that, you know, that's the norm of relationships. And we don't want them to to think that. So, you know, we could just hide in our disputes or we could have our disputes in front of our children in a very peaceful and loving way. And I think that tells a beautiful story to them. Uh, and that's important to me. So with philanthropy, humanitarian work, activism, whatever you want to call it, we'll, we'll dive into those terms later. But um, through all of these altruistic effort, efforts in my life, plus just general vocation, you know, uh, career endeavors, and through being a parent, I realized, again, that <laughs> I there should be no lines. Everything comes together. Everything is interconnected. Uh, I've been a long time subscriber to the philosophy, the, the uh, South African philosophy of Ubuntu. Uh, many of our projects have the word Ubuntu in it. Uh, my wife and I have tattoos that say Ubuntu that we got when we got married. Uh, we are all interconnected. That is what Ubuntu is. It means that I am who I am because of who we all are. Uh, we each bring out something in another person that maybe no one else can bring out in them. Uh, and in the absence of that other person, we don't ever experience that from them. We'll talk more about Ubuntu as the days go on and, and that philosophy and how it applies. I believe that we are meant to live in community, not just alone, and that we are supposed to thrive in that interconnectedness. And I believe that the more we embrace our interconnectedness, the more we are able to thrive as humans. Uh, we're not fully human alone, I don't think. That was uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu talks about Ubuntu a lot, and he talks about the fact that we are not meant to live alone and that we don't, you know, the, the true essence of who we are doesn't really get to come to life uh, when we're standing on a deserted island somewhere. We, we have to have other humans that bring that out in us. That's where we find our real character, uh, especially in times of difficulty. I believe that we should all be investing in our perspective through lots of different ways, whether it be travel, uh, adventure, um, relationships and, and going deep in relationships. Uh, we should be investing in our perspective, even through, you know, educating ourselves. I follow a lot of different gurus and teachers and, and, um, individuals and each one of those speaks life into me. Um, they're, they're providing stepping stones on a path that I, I believe are integral to my, evolution as a human being. And as I'm studying, as I study history and science and spirituality and relationships and psychology and all these things, I realize that I'm influencing my perspective and that my perspective is altering and my ideals are altering. And because of that, I believe also that, you know, as Gandhi posited that we should be the change we want to see in the world, I am inclined to exemplify the ideals that I have as a result of this ethos. 
So I believe that we must be the change. We must exemplify our ethos. Uh, that is the best way, I think, to inspire others to do the same rather than barking it at them or, or um, creating division uh, between people, even with religion and, and, and so on. And I'm not saying that religion is bad inherently at all. It's, it certainly is not. It's meant to be a path to bring us closer to God. And I certainly appreciate that. But we also have seen years and years of division stem from that um, and in sort of a misguided way. So I, 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 speaking of belief systems and, and religions, I, I love the way that the Quakers um, say, let your life speak. That's a beautiful, beautiful statement. Let your life speak. Let everything about you Speak about what you believe. I want my lifestyle and my vocation to speak of my commitment to being love, period. It's what I want most. We don't have any rules really in my family, even with our kids. We have one guiding principle, and it is to just be love. Uh, and I think if that's what's guiding our, our thoughts and actions in that order, then we will find peace. We will find love. I think that, I mean, imagine if everyone everyone was as deliberate about being love and, and letting that flow out of them uh, and, and how it influences their children and their friends and people around them through their vocation, through their lifestyle, all that. If everyone was as deliberate about that as we are about, you know, racking up achievements or status or social media likes or whatever, uh, imagine what kind of world we would have. If everyone was just focused on being love, if everyone was focused on, and that doesn't mean sitting around, you know, outside Indian style, speak, you know, singing Kumbaya. That means being love in everything that you do, no matter what it is. If you're a singer or a actor or a plumber or a construction worker or a coach, it doesn't matter. Do it with love and let your life speak. I want to inspire others to do that. I want to inspire others to be, you know, to, to adopt that perspective and to do it at a per perspective level so that it influences them there in, in a way that helps them to transcend their fears and fill themselves with the most powerful force in this grand cosmos, love. Uh, I'm a big Carl Sagan fan. Carl said, uh, you know, for small creatures such as we, the vastness is bearable only through love. What a beautiful statement. And I agree. This show is meant to be a forum, uh, a sacred space for that kind of conversation where we can help each other align with love. Uh, we want to host interviews and share tons of resources and ideas about consciousness and science and spirituality and relationships and community. We'll talk about everything from, uh, you know, self-actualization and, and teachers that we follow and interviews that we do. Uh, to growing an herb garden in your kitchen. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about organic living. We'll talk about lots of elements of wonder and imagination and creativity and, and the importance of creativity in our lives. And we'll talk about, um, most often, how do we evolve and, and how do we, what are we doing here? Who are you and why are you here? I think those are important questions uh, to ask. Those are questions my father's been asking me my whole life, of which I'm very grateful. Uh, 
And I, I believe that we can come together and, and embrace our interconnectedness. And the more we do that, the more we can stop fighting these symptoms we see around the world, like war and poverty and climate change, you know, the destruction to our planet and all these things that we're tackling all the time. These are fires that we, and we get caught up in putting out those fires. And I think that we need to step back and look at what is the perspective that continues to perpetuate the plight of our world? What is the perspective, the foundational level that allows that to happen, that feeds that? If we can change things on a perspective level, I think we can alter everything. And I think that many of the problems that we're working on now, the fires that we're putting out, aren't going to need us to continue to put them out. I believe they will begin to dissipate organically because of our perspective, because of the foundation we're all standing on. And if that foundation can be alignment with love, I think we'll have the peaceful, harmonious planet that we've all been searching for. I hope that you will continue to walk with us on this grand journey. There is much, much, much more. I want to pack so much into this first episode, but I'm going to tap the brakes for everyone's sanity and let you chew on this a little bit and what we've just discussed. I hope that it's inspiring. I hope that you'll stick with us as we grow and evolve on the show and as individuals. And I hope you'll join us. Join us for the conversation. We would love to hear from you. We would love it also if you would share this. Join us next Tuesday for Planetary Evolution Sessions, where we'll discuss our how we evolve as conscious beings and contribute to a more harmonious world. And join us on Thursdays for the Love Like Water Sessions as we explore the journey of cultivating a conscious family, home, and lifestyle. And if you appreciate this Anipi ethos and want to help inspire others to align with love, I hope you'll share this podcast with those you care about. Until next time, I wish you peace on your journey. May you align with love and let your life speak.